Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Truly Grace. It's about to go down in this house. Give me some kind of applause or amen or something to get this party started tonight. Hold on. Let me start our live video. I know y'all don't y'all 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 gonna be on TV too. So now y'all gotta do it twice and give yourself an applause this time. Go ahead. Welcome to Truly Grace. <laughs> hey man, look here tonight, man. Listen. Tonight, we're going to do something. We're going to do something so special and powerful that, you, I, I, look here, I mean, I'm, I'm going to do what I do, you know what I'm saying, for him. I'm going to give you some truth. That's what I'm going to do. And then before I give you the truth, I want y'all to get engaged. I'm going to get you, man, y'all are going to, man, I'm telling you right now, if y'all will receive, if y'all will just give God an opportunity tonight to reach you, something special is going to happen to y'all tonight. There's a lot of people around this world, they're doing some things, but I'm telling you, God is doing things in this place. He's doing things all around the world for the people that want to receive. So if you're ready and you really are truly ready to get out of that darkness, I'm going to shed some light. Look here, I've been working hard all week and stuff like that. I come straight from a barge to this place, but I don't, I stay with him every single day. You know what I'm saying? He rocks my house every day. I got things to say. I, man, look, I can keep y'all for hours, but I know sooner or later you're going to be like, Lord, shut up. You know, and then I'll be like this, but don't you want to hear about Jesus? And you're like, yeah, but you got a whole year to talk about him. You're right. I got a whole lifetime, don't I? But I want y'all to understand. I want y'all to get strong enough to share your, your story. You understand what I'm saying? Don't let it just be about me. It's a we thing. We're going to change people's lives. You are going to change people's lives if you just do what he's called you to do. We're going to talk. Man, we're going to get deep tonight. And I hope y'all are ready. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and give a couple announcements because they love to give announcements. But first, I have to get this new radio station. What is that FM station again? 97.1 now? 97.1 and 1580 AM. It comes on 8 o'clock on Sunday mornings. So you can just ride around. You ain't doing nothing on a Sunday morning before you go to your actual church, and you can listen to me again. I know that ain't too exciting, but you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Give me a little credit. You know what I'm saying? You can listen to me again. All right. Boy, look here. I knew y'all was going to keep your promise from last week that we was really family. Awesome. Y'all are awesome. Okay, we'll be in there. How about this? You can watch on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock, so tell the people. That all the, everybody calls, and I'm so glad that technology has that where you can do these things. Because Jesus must be reached on all venues. You know, whether it's on the radio, because people like to listen to the radio. They like to watch TV. So we got to get there. So what I'm asking now, I got another thing. Last week, I asked y'all to promise me we was going to be family. And that we were going to look out for one another. We was going to love one another. And we was going to share things together as a family. And y'all promised y'all was going to do this. If you wasn't here last week, I know y'all are ready to make that promise. Y'all promise as well? Look around and tell everybody that you love them. They love you. Man, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about because that's what it's all about is the love of Christ. Amen. This week, I want to do like this. Before you leave, you didn't do it on the way in, but on the way out, write your name down because everybody's going to become friends, right? And then when each one of us is on Facebook, a young lady brought it to my attention how she just, and she's, she's a teenager and got rid of all her social media and stuff like that so she can concentrate more on Christ. Amen. So if you're going to sit there, you see that? Got rid of all that. 
I don't need no video games. I don't need to sit there and trade licks and pictures. I just need Jesus because there is nothing else. So on that note, the ones that do still love social media so much. How about this? We all become friends, right? And family like we're supposed to. And then when each one of us posts something for Jesus, we all share it. Because you got to stop being scared to share with your friends and families about Jesus. Oh, I would share, but you know, my friends and them, they ain't real religious. Well, it ain't about religion anyway. It's about a relationship. He loves us. And you should love your friends, and they should love you enough to sit there and share in the same things that you're doing in your walk with Christ. So before we start tonight, I'm going to say a deliverance prayer over y'all. I wrote it down, you know what I'm saying, because you know you can't do like, uh, I mean, I'm not as good as other folks. Like they can go to school and they remember everything they went to school and stuff. I will do recite things all week long, like a song, and I'll sing it every day and still get the words wrong at the end of the week. So I got to have little bitty notes. So if you will excuse me, the prayer comes out the same way. Inside that, it's coming out loud like he wants to hear it anyway, correct? So we're going to battle. This is our warfare prayer. See, I don't have to bow your heads. You can even look at me, and then you can sit there and, and, and receive it, okay? Because it ain't about all that. Or you can get on your knees, get under the chair, whatever you want to do, wiggle on the ground. I want to deliver you. That's what we're here to do tonight, deliver from whatever you're going through. Deliverance. There are many people frustrated with life. We know, Father. People who struggle can become overwhelmed by doubt and failure. Anybody in here in doubt and failure? Having any of those? Go ahead and tell them tonight. Who struggle and can be overwhelmed by it. Some are battling stress and pressure, Father, which often lead to emotional and physical problems. Jesus spent a considerable amount of time ministering to the oppressed. That's what we are to do to one for one another. Multitudes came to hear him in order to be healed and delivered from the evil spirits that confined them to the bondage. I want to free them tonight. Deliverance is the children's bread. I want to feed them, Father. Every child of God has a right to enjoy the benefits of deliverance, Father. Deliverance brings freedom and joy. We have seen thousands of believers set free from demons through authoritative prayer. That's why we pray tonight. And we pray in agreement, Father, that we need to take this. I want a breakthrough to happen tonight, Father. And you will see me through with a supernatural healing upon these people. Long-term bondages will be destroyed tonight. Hidden roots will be exposed and eliminated tonight. Inexplicable problems will be solved. Stubborn obstacles will be removed tonight, Father. Cycles of failure will be broken. Frustration and despair will be eliminated through warfare prayer that we will all pray together and we stand in agreement tonight. Discouragement and disappointment will be overcome. The puzzling problems of life will be taken away from everyone in this room and under the sound of my voice. Lasting peace can finally be experienced and abundant life will be enjoyed. And all the people in the house said, Amen. Amen. We're going to battle. We're going to battle together. When we sing these songs of worship tonight, I want you to do three things. These are the three steps that you're going to take this evening, but we're going to do it together. First, you are going to stop living in fear that has captivated everything about you. I want you to know, and I've spoke with people a thousand times, I'm tired of making up excuses, and I'm tired of sitting there trying to sit there and apologize to people for my faith. 
I will not do it again. You will not see another message on Facebook or anywhere where I apologize for living for him. Never. He has called us to give our lives, and we're going to talk about his night. And I will lay down my life. We were talking a different message about the good shepherd. He was sheep. He's called me to lead. So I will lead as he guides me, not as a man and woman will have me. So I won't apologize any longer. Faith or fear, I choose faith. You want to see something? People come on the TV, and I'm just giving this to you because it's not that I'm angry. I'm not angry at all. I'm passionate about the truth and the love and the Holy Spirit's power to change people. There's a difference. I have faith over fear. I don't fear nothing out here. I'm covered. Just to share something, look, this guy asked me today. He says, Lloyd, he calls me on the phone, and you know how they always, these people are calling all the time. Hey, man, uh, this is blah, 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 from such and such and such, and I wanted to know, do you you have some health coverage? I was like, you sure? Yes, I do, sir. My whole family's covered. And he was like, oh, yeah? He says, uh, says, well, well, who, who, who are you with? I said, with Jesus. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. He takes care of me and provides me for everything I need. All my health issues, all my family needs, they don't go to the doctor. That's why we don't have doctor bills. I take everything to him. He just sat there in silence. And I said, do you have anything else, sir? Fifteen seconds later, he hung up the phone. I can only imagine what he told everybody after that. (laughs) Shoot, we all have health insurance. All you got to do is go get it. You want to be healed? Go to the healer. What are you waiting on? I guarantee you, you won't find it in appeal, and you sure won't find it in Roundup. (laughs) That's killing folks, but yet it's okay to sell it to you, ain't it? That's incredible, ain't it? Government can do whatever they want to do, but you try to give somebody some Jesus, and everybody freaks out. Faith over fear. People are going to die. Everybody says the COVID is very, I know it's serious. There's a lot of things serious. Death is serious. Heart attacks are serious. Cancer is serious. You look in the obituaries, people die every day. Way outnumber the people that number with this virus and everything. They get the world living in fear. But nobody talks and stops the world for that, do they? Nobody even talks about it on TV, do they? They don't talk about those people in the families that lost all their loved ones. They just talk about people that we don't even know in another country. Because on the coast, I'm looking at it, I don't know how many families in here. Ain't nobody told one story. You better look at the odds. You better stop living in fear. Faith. Over fear. Because one thing I'm going to ask you tonight, what, how do you want to die? Do you want to die in fear? Or you want to die with faith? That there is a promise, that there is a mansion, that there is beautiful things going streets of gold. Don't you want to die like that? You don't want to die scared to death. Nobody does. I want to be surrounded by people that love and care, that bring me joy and peace. I pray that over you and your family. Claim it for yourself. Tonight, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Better late than never. That's what they say. Come on in the house. Because we're going to do it like this right now. Whatever you fear, whatever it is, whatever it is, you fear the uh, whatever, corona, uh, your your spouse, because you're getting whooped, uh, your, your drug addiction, whatever it is that you fear, check it out. You're finna break up with it. And I got some music that's going to help you with that. You understand that? Some good worship, soul stuff. If you can follow and be obedient, all you got to do is listen. Jesus speaks. But will you listen? 
That's what I'm asking you tonight. Will you listen? So if you want to know how to do it, we're going to break up with it. And then when you break up with it, right after that, guess what? Then we're going to raise a hallelujah for what you broke up with. And then I'm going to let you lead, get led by the Spirit tonight. So everybody, don't you, be, don't you be scared on me tonight. If you got something you need to be released, you come your butt up right up here and you release it. And if you're still in fear and you want to stand in your chair, then you better be crying. You better bow down and you better release it where you stand. Don't you hold it in any longer. Fear don't need to hold you any longer. Stop. Right now, you let the world know. You can't live in it no more. Whatever you fear, let it go tonight. Let this be your time. You're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised tomorrow. The time is now. So I'm asking you, brothers and sisters, everybody on the sound of my voice, are you ready to break up with fear? Because I've got it. You've got it. We all do. We all do. I'm no different than y'all. But I know that I am a living sacrifice. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get you to break up with the fear. Because when you break up, it gives me strength to do it too. If I see the Holy Spirit working, then it shows everybody around you that he's real. It's not an experience. The Holy Spirit is alive. He's living. It's not just an experience. It's real. He's a man. He's three in one. So tonight, we break up with fear. Are y'all ready? Amen. Let's hit the lights and go to Club Jesus and break up with fear. Y'all come and do this with me tonight. Y'all stand. Touch your neighbor and tell him you love him. Break up with it. Break up with it. It's time to break up. Go ahead and crank it up, man. We breaking up with things tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Huh? I've gone through the motions. I've been back and forth. I know that you're thinking you've heard this before. I don't know how to say it. So I'm just going to say it.
Jesus around in this house tonight. Y'all got them hallelujahs off your paws for a minute, Billy. Can you pause that for just one second? Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to enter into what I said, the spiritual realm. Well, we done got it off our chest. Y'all already, y'all done opened it up. Y'all done got excited. Y'all done raise a hallelujah? Smile for me, brother. You raising your hallelujah tonight? Look at him. He's loving it. He's loving it. They loving it. They loving it. Y'all love Jesus? Come on, y'all. Look here. Anybody. Look, you don't have to go into like a regular place, a regular house, and be like, hey, I, I want to get saved and raise your hand and do all that. Look, while we're singing, while these people are watching, while that music is playing, you come on up here. You want to feel something? I'm going to tell you right now, if you're ready to feel something that you've never felt before, you want to go to the spiritual realm, I'm going to ask you to step out of your comfort zone. And come up to the front. There's, you can go in the back all you want to, but you want, you want to get closer to Christ. I want you to come up here with me. I'm going to sing to you. I'm going to release something from you. 
Come on up. Y'all ain't got to be scared. You can wait till the song starts, try to crumb around the backside, the left or the right. But if you're ready to go to that realm and feel something different, you better step forth tonight. And if not, you better be right there at your seat asking for everything that you can be forgiven for. Because I don't want you to never, ever, when you walk out of this house tonight, be led by the flesh again. The flesh is a liar, and it will lead you to destruction. I want you to be led in the spirit. Y'all ready to feel something different? Y'all ready to feel something different? Come on up here, man, if you want to give something. Look, I ain't scared. Look at me. I stand all around this thing. Look, I walk around this thing. I even walk around it. Look, ain't nothing to be scared of. Don't shock. Ain't hot. Look at this. Nope, nothing going to happen. Come on over. You ain't going to disappear. Might as well come up here with me. Y'all ready? The Spirit's finna lead us. Go ahead, Billy. If y'all feel moved, man, y'all come up here. I'm finna surrender. I know what I got on my plate this week. I know what I had on my plate today. I'm finna jump in with Jesus, and I need you to jump in too. This is what he's asking you to do. Now come do it. This is my worship. This is my offering. In every moment, I withhold nothing. I'm learning to trust you, even when I can't see it. And even in suffering, I have to believe it. If you say it's wrong, then I'll say no.
Opportunities to listeners, opportunities to trust in the word. Let me start somewhere tonight. 
I want to read some scripture from Romans 12. We're going to hear a little message tonight. I hope that we didn't spiritually keep you too long because we got to have that in ourselves to open up to the word. Y'all ready to receive something? Let Jesus speak to you. This guy said to me today, okay, we're just going to give him a name. We'll say Brian. Brian says, what do you, what do you think you are? You think you some kind of pastor or something? Nope. I didn't answer because I, I, I want to give an answer to everybody. So when people ask, I don't want you to label me anything. I want you to forget about your labels. Labels hurt people. Labels put expectations on people that they can't be met and all sorts of things. I'm going to be what he says I am. Romans 12, I will read you what I am and what you are to be. So if you want to know what I am, first of all, we are the church, okay? So you don't have to go to a house. You don't say when somebody comes to you and says, where are you going Wednesday and Sunday? We're going to church. You are the church. So what are you going to do, go see yourself? Okay, that's good. You can see yourself every day. I see me. I'm, we're the church. But I personally will live by the scripture. Romans 12 tells me what I am. This is my answer, Brian, and to all others that ask who I am. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices. I am a living sacrifice. Holy and pleasing to God. This is mine and your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I no longer think like you do. So I won't fall into anything, and that's what I want you to do tonight. I want you to not fall into people's little stereotypical things that they want to label you with. We're going to talk about that. No more labels. Take the labels off. We are living sacrifices for the Lord. That's what we are. Ministers of deliverance. Whatever, which way you want to say it. But don't give no names like that because people start putting you in all kinds of categories when you get labels, don't they? If I call you a drug addict, guess where you're at? That's what you are. You're labeled. You're a thief. You get labeled as a thief. But if you're a living sacrifice, that speaks volume. Everybody can just say like this, oh, I'm in there, some of that. How many can say, I'm a living sacrifice? That's what I'll do. Do I have it all figured out? Absolutely not. But will I sacrifice each moment of my day to sacrifice myself for you? Absolutely. I will lay down my life to go off of that right there. As I said, I'm a living sacrifice. I will go further because I said last week when I got on this screen here and they said, Lord, I seen a video of yours. And they said that you said that all these people in you were going to die together. What, what more love would it have if I wanted to die with believers? Living sacrifice, I sacrifice myself and you give me something and I die for you because I'm bringing the word to you. What better way to die then? Then kill, take me, whatever you are, virus or whatever you got. Take me because I'm doing the will of God. I will not forsake the assembly and I will not do nothing else and I will not apologize for doing it. I love my father. Because he brought me here. And I hope you will have unshakable faith too so you can stand up just like me. That's what this series is about, to become unshakable. 
When people call you names and stuff like that, you don't care about their names and what they're doing. You just become unshakable and keep living for him. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Only when you become a living sacrifice. So what am I? What am I? What are you? Amen. There we go. So you can go to college. You can go to whatever you want to do. And you can want to get a label if you want to and some letters. So everybody in the world out there that he said do not conform to. I'm just trying to show you what the Bible says because people only read a scripture or two and then they try to bring you some mojo with it. They only want to tickle your ears so you come back and you pay your tithes and you do all that stuff for them. I'm not doing it here. I'm going to tell you one more time. Sure, we all need donations and stuff to keep things running. You want to eat on Fridays as a family? You want this ministry to reach people by the masses? Then, of course, donate, to, but from your heart. Okay? I want you to be a cheerful giver. I don't want you to do it because I held a pistol. I made you do something. Just be a living sacrifice and be obedient. That's all it is. Because I promise whatever you put into something, you're going to receive 10 times fault. So don't be holding on to your little bills in your pocket and be like this. Well, if I put this 20 in that box, I ain't going to be able to get no gas. Ladies and gentlemen, you better look around this room. I bet you there ain't a person in this room going to let you sit there broke down on the side of the road or in that parking lot. Nobody. You ain't going to be hungry. Nothing. So don't be worried about your little $40 steak. I can't take my baby to the steakhouse because I gave it up for the donation. Are you kidding me? You were, <laughs> this, you talking about Jesus here. You talking about Jesus. So we're going to keep talking about Jesus. You like Jesus back there? Jeff, you understand what we're talking about here? You already know it. I'm going to. I ain't got no choice. I love this. Opportunities to trust. I want you got an opportunity to trust in the Lord and his living word tonight. So far, are you, are you with me? Let's go on. Hebrews 11.1, 1, bottom line, you want to have unshakable faith, then listen to this. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Listen to that. Confidence, hope, assurance. Everything that you're looking for. But, you, but you're running from it. Everybody wants to live in the dark for some reason. You got all this light out here and you want to be in the dark world. Why? According to today's verse, that's what gives us all these things. Those very things mean the difference between believing in your hearts and making a difference and staying in the darkness you are. Faith in something. Why are you so scared to go to the light? Everybody, you know how they always say that darkness and light don't mix. Neither does fear and faith. You can't have. You've got to have one or the other. And it's time to take the opportunity to trust in him. You don't trust it in yourself. What did you come up with? Anybody got some great stuff that saves the world? Come on now. There's a lot of people in this house. Somebody told me they was a superhero earlier. Oh, she said, I, that's a lie. I'm, I'm a living sacrifice. I, ain't, I wish I wouldn't even care if I had a cape. He, he, even them sat around Jesus and Jesus said, they did all this stuff and he just sat there and looked at them. Whatever they did for the world, he created. You understand that? So it's funny how people just do that all the time. They're like this. Yeah, you know, I did this and we did that. You know, people do become their own superhero, don't they? I've did all this stuff. 
Who did you now? You saved the world, you say. Hmm. Sure is. Superhero. Step on Superman. I don't even know that song. It's an old song. Right? <laughs> Step on Superman's cape or something like that. I don't remember. But you don't mess around with Jim. I know that. <laughs> you don't mess around with Jesus. I'm telling you that right now. God will, God will spank you. Think for a moment about the great men and the women of the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. The early church, many of whom were martyred, and you know what I'm saying, and suffered for Jesus around the world. The accounts of their lives are inspiring to me, you know, because that's what I do as a living sacrifice. I hear it all the time, you know. You're going to hear it. People are going to go against you. Everybody's going to hate you because guess what? They hated Jesus when he was walking around. Who is this man? I'm going to tell you who he is in just a minute. But y'all should already know because you should be reading. You should be trying to find out who your Savior is. That's all right. We're working. We're going to study until you do get it right. See, people took steps of faith into the unknown. That's what I did. I took steps into the unknown. So everything that I do, yeah, I know it looks a little odd and unknown to the man because it's, it is different because I'm not living like the world. I'm me. And I'm not listening to them every time they say, you better not say that, Lord. You can't say Why? Well, who can't? I bet I can. In the name of Jesus, I will say it. Because if I look like you, I don't look nothing. I don't look transformed. I look like I still walk like the rest of the world. When I walk like the rest of the world, it cost me 14 years of my life. I'm not going back and listening to them no more. I don't care about all that. Tell me how to dress, how to speak, how you do it. My etiquette, or whatever that word is they use. <laughs> I don't even want to try to pronounce it. It don't even sound right. Huh? Okay, well, I'm glad I got close anyway, because that's what that freaking dude said, and I was like this, my What? thought I had something. I was like, good Lord. Let me pray about it. So I relocated my company because he was freaking me out. I went to a school and they showed me how to dress in my, my hair. Somebody do this for me. Go to, scripture just come to me. Somebody go to 1 Peter 3, 3 through 4, I believe it is. 1 Peter 3, 3 through 4. And then I'm going to pass you the microphone or you can give it to me and I'm going to read it to people. Because that, that stood out to me when I just said that. Um, stepping into the unknown. See, because everybody's so comfortable being where they're at all the time, ain't it? I'm comfortable living in this house, doing what I do, singing a song. Is that about something about hair and stuff like that? Yeah, is that it? Yeah, yeah. I, th I thought that was. Yeah, I thought I was going to do like this. Mm, I thought I was going to look crazy on camera. I'd be like, oh, I don't know his scripture. <laughs> but there you go again. Got to get tested. Got to approve. Show what you do when you're going in school. Where is it? Where is it? That's, that's right here. Three. First Peter, three, three through four. It is not fancy hair, gold jewelry, or fine clothes that should make you beautiful. No, your beauty should come from within you, the beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. This beauty will never disappear, and it is worth very much to God. Did you hear that? That's what God said. But everybody in these houses all around, and everybody says, Lord, you're talking about, I, it doesn't matter, I am talking about you. Because I'm tired of you making the world think that you that's how you got to come in the house, that you got to be all fine and proper and rich, and you got to have your hair cut a certain way, and you got to have your clothes match, and you got to have all these things match for you to be a part of the kingdom, to come into the house and be a part of my circle and my clique. Oh, now we got cliques now. 
Well, Jesus just told you he don't even care about your little fancy hair and your gold jewelry. That's why I toned it down a little bit. I just got a little cross and a little bracelet. I don't want them talking about me later on. And I got this from the thrift store, so now. And Valerie got it for me, so if y'all think it's a funny-looking shirt, y'all go tell her. <laughs> so we're going to step on to the unknown, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man, I tell you what. Oh, man. God is good. Boy, that's so beautiful when you get to talk. You, know, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to be the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? And um, you can let Jesus speak, and he just spoke. But if you tell people out in the world, you know it's true, don't you? Because people say it all the time. I'm uncomfortable because I go into these places, these houses, and I feel so out of place because that these people say that I got to look a certain way. And, and I got I, I to gotta dress a certain way, and I, I got to talk a certain way, and I got to have a certain job. Jesus just spoke and told you he don't, he's not concerned with that. He wants you to come with all your problems, all your sores, all your, all your, all your porn, all your, all your uh, 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 living out of wedlock, all the stuff that you got problems with. He wants you to come like you are. Then he's going to take you and mold you. You remember what's uh where where's that at? Uh, you, you remember look look you you want to look, look at you want to tell you Jesus got a sense of humor, or or he gave me a sense of humor and I'm gonna share it with you. You remember in the storm right? They in they in this boat and they on the lake right, and here comes that raging stuff. Who was sleeping? What yeah Jesus was sleeping. Okay, can you imagine being in that boat now that you know the believers? Can you imagine being in a boat with these? I'm going to call them, you dummies. We in the boat, and you waking, you trying to wake up Jesus now and tell him that there's something going wrong, like he don't know. You know how stupid you look? Hey, Jesus, Jesus, wake up. I mean, I'll slap the crap out of somebody for that. Boy, sit your butt down. Jesus sleeping. You go back to sleep. He got it. Which is, you know, people do these things, and you, like right now, you believe. So believe. What are you doing? Jesus got everybody that believes. If you just be unshakable, have faith in what he can do. So he did what he's supposed to do. He just woke up. Oh, ye of little faith. And boom, calm. Now take your butt back to bed, please. I can only imagine what he was thinking. If he had a pistol, I know what he'll do. In these times, I know what he would have done. He didn't tell the rest of the story. <laughs> Kicking people off the boat. I'm kidding. Jesus ain't a killer. But he'll flip some tables on you. <laughs> so he does get mad. So don't play around with him. This is your opportunity to trust him. Those are great things. If you can just have unshakable faith in him, not worry. What are you fearing when you have him on your side? Nothing to fear. If he's sleeping, what are you doing? He's sleeping right now. He's waiting on us. Doing like this, he wakes up every morning and says, what is this on that news again? The what, Thomas? Jesus freaking Christ, for the love of God. Would you tell him to stop talking about it? I'm going to wait. But they won't because they won't let it quit. But that's the world. If you stay over here, you won't have to fear it, will you? Is anybody in here right now, on the sound of my voice, anybody scared right now? Look around at your neighbor. 
Y'all scared of them? I'm going to tell y'all, y'all need to quit hugging so close back there. You're going to catch something. You don't care? Okay, I don't care neither. So let's go on. Jesus, if he's asleep, I'm sleeping with him. I trust him. Bubba, I trust him. This is my brother, by the way, Keith Bex, right there. My little brother come in the house tonight to share with me. Say hello to Keith. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Cynthia, I forgot you was in the house. I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, that's his wife. I'm sorry. Look at this. <laughs> and my nephew gave Jimmy the Christmas. You see how many squirrels I got? But all of them took turns. See, I need y'all. Just that quick. You see how we need each other? Because, see, if we don't, I'd have walked out of here, said one thing, and they both would have went home and said, what about us, Daddy? <laughs> then they would have been mad at me. You didn't say my name. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about this? I'm a clown on everybody, Dan. You want to say that? How many remember this? Sticks and stones <laughs> may, break, may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, this is good stuff. Jesus, you were talking tonight. I'm going to leave it. I love me too, man. Thank you. <laughs> I love each and every one of y'all too. See, it's about your heart, ladies and gentlemen. See, you can be hurt plenty about what names you get called, in, what we were talking about earlier. Remember? About labels. I'm going to leave y'all with this. Labels like stupid, ignorant, drug addict, criminal, weak, or pitiful. I was labeled every one of those at one time. How many here got a label like that? Someone want to call you something all the time. Prideful. Man, I got called something. I ain't even say that on the damn. People start posting it all over, everywhere. What I got called earlier. And then, Lord, you can't say that. Well, I want to say it, though. I won't. <laughs> but I tell you what, if you allow those labels to loom in your heart, you will never be free. Just because you make a mistake and somebody calls you something, always remember what God said about you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he loves you no matter what state you're in, what you're going through, what you've done. It don't matter. It does not matter. Just come as you are. He'll fix it. But you've got to be able to surrender. Sticks and stones. Why do you remember hearing that all the time? Fight over that stuff. See, they'll fool you from God's truth of who you really are. See, when your heart insists God's created you in his image and he loves you, that's what you got to place on your heart. He's created this. And he wants each and every one that you understand how important it is to let the Holy Spirit be received by you and change you, to release your fears. Don't be feared. You can't fear no more of that, what people say about you. I know it scares the crap out of you, don't it? When people say that, and I know, I don't care how tough you think you are. I was a pretty tough guy growing up, I promise you. Still am today. Maybe not emotionally no more, because now you call me names, I'll go to crying. Just sitting in my little chair, hey, man, I'll call him, and he'll be like this, Bubba, don't worry about it. Those people are stupid. And I'll be like this, yeah, I know, but it hurts. Uh, you know, but other people will be laughing at you, oh, tough guy, huh? Well, maybe not so much. Jesus, that's right. You got to get in touch with that. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. So I'm going to tell you like this. Stop asking yourself, what's wrong with me? I never seem to do anything right. Stop saying that stuff to yourself. Just re rewind all that and do like this so you can do like this. 
Nothing is wrong with me. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's what you say to yourself. Okay? Can you believe in yourself tonight? Let them do not live in fear any longer, but faith. Have unshakable confidence in themselves, unshakable hope in themselves, and assurance. Now I don't even have, now not only do I have insurance, I have assurance. How about that? Now you got two things. Now when they call me, I got something else to tell them. Man, man, he's provided in every way for me since I surrendered. And he will for you too. But you got to make the choice to stop living in darkness and give him, give him the reins for once. Let you see the light. Stop giving those people the power with their stupid labels. We are living sacrifices. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are loved by him. So step into the unknown. I know you don't know what's going to happen if you take a chance, but that's the only way you're going to get there is if you do. So all those old sticks and stones that I was called, you were called, and everybody's been holding on to, I hope y'all get rid of some tonight. And y'all came one step closer to living for the Father. His promise is faithful to you, to me, and his truths are forever. So ladies and gentlemen, hold on to that. Hold on to that. No more sticks and stones. You had an opportunity tonight to trust. And I truly believe tonight some people have been delivered. So keep walking this path with me. Give God a chance. Thank y'all for coming out tonight. Good night and God bless each and every one of you.